Hello and welcome to the podcast devoted entirely to the show that is the Great British Bake Off. This week, obviously, I'm joined by Susie Smith, but I'm excited to say I'm also joined by Mandira, who is the owner of Surrey Spice. She's been kind enough to let me use her kitchen to record our podcast in today, so a huge thank you to her. This week, I'm joined by regular Susie Smith. Hello. And Mandira from Hello. Surrey Spice. Hi. Thank you so much for letting us use your wonderful kitchen today. It's an absolute pleasure. I feel like I've had a bit of a whistle-stop tour into the world of Indian cooking now. You have, yes. Can you smell anything? Mm, a little, a little, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm going to have to try some. Yes. Definitely. I'm excited for that. So we have been going through Stand Up To Cancer Bake Off specials recently. Uh, this is episode three. This week we had Tim Minchin, the comedian Jamie Lang, whose grandfather actually invented the digestive biscuit, which is crazy, and that doesn't really come across in his cooking. Ruth mm. Davidson, the Scottish Tory MP, uh, leader as well, and singer Ella Eyre. Did you know all these people beforehand? No. Nope. I had to Google Ruth. Did, I, to I had to uh, wait until they told me she was the Scottish Conservative leader. I didn't know who she was. Yeah, so. I know. It's a bit sad. You go on to the celebrity ones and you say, who are they? <laughs> First of all, I don't know if you're a fan of I'm a Celebrity. You know, I've not seen even one episode. That's Should probably good. No, no, no. That's probably a better way to be, to be honest. They eat a lot of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't want to look at that. <laughs> Is that the one that Gino DiCampio went on and he ate a cooked a rat? Probably. Yes, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about oh, They didn't make him either. He just cooked one out of... What, just for fun? Yeah, well, yeah, hunger. that's okay. Yeah, no, I've never seen it, but yeah, okay. I once cooked with Gino, which is why people told me, oh, he cooked a rat. Oh, that's okay. cool. I did my claim to fame, sadly. That's good. Yeah, not rats, but... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. But yeah, this year in I'm a Celebrity, they had Kez Dugdale, who is the Scottish Labour leader. Okay, so, yeah, I didn't know who so that was. So is it, oh, <laughs> the Scottish, like, politicians, are they just trying to get in, trying to get into the limelight a little bit more by going on these reality well, it TV like shows. It sounds like not do any harm, could it? <laughs> not really. I know who they are now. Yeah, yes. that is true, but you know, not in Scotland. It's probably not helping their percentages no, exactly or anything. Not. I was very excited about Tim Minchin this week. Yeah, you've Tim been waiting Minchin. for Tim Minchin to be in this. He's my, my favourite comedian. Uh, so he uh, is a, like a musical comic, but he's also written a lot of musicals. Right. So I don't know if you've heard of Matilda yes, in the West End, so yes. he wrote that. Okay. And there's a version of uh, Groundhog Day, and he's oh, an okay. incredible pianist, so... I was just excited to see him. But, um. So are you a Bake Off fan? Then? I am. I absolutely love Bake Off. Really? Do you sort of plan your evenings around it like I do? No, sadly, <laughs> these days, what I do is the pleasures of the iPlayer. So I just ah. go to... Well, it's been a shift, I think, moving from BBC. Mm. Um, but this time, when the Bake Off was, I happened to be in a hotel room in Ireland. So I could Ooh. actually watch it live. That, that is living the dream. I know, it was. <laughs> that was my, you know, the, my whole week sorted. But um, yes, I do absolutely love Bake Off. And do you bake much when you get jobs? I do. I do bake. And funnily, because when I started, um, I couldn't cook. So when I moved to the UK, I just couldn't cook. Um, and when I got married, I couldn't cook even less. So, uh, but I could bake because I grew up on a tea plantation and everything had to be done from home, I mean, from scratch. So the house ran like a hotel. You had about 24 members of staff because you didn't get anything. So, um, you know, butter was made at home. The bread was made at home. Uh, everything 
everything was done from scratch and we had this most amazing cook i know it sounds like enid blighted <laughs> but the, you know in the morning my mother would go and say right this is what's for lunch this is what's for dinner this is for tea and he would bake and tea time would be fantastic it was almost like a parisian bakery and for us wow. tea times would you know, the trolley would come in and there would be a teapot sitting on top and everything else underneath and i'm so most, jealous i know i know um it was absolutely fantastic and yes so i learned to bake uh, not in my mother's name but with the cook um and that was all i could do so when i got married and moved to my own house in delhi i walked in and the first thing i said what no oven what are we going to eat so the first thing we went and bought that evening was actually an oven um and not fancy ovens like this you had you know a standalone yeah. oven and that was it so yes very long answer to your short question that's an interesting answer <laughs> definitely what's your favorite thing to bake um cakes actually i think mm. a lemon cake um i absolutely love and at home everybody loves lemon cake so yes uh, but i would bake anything you know i'd bake cakes biscuits uh, all the things which are you're not supposed to bake and uh, but Also, they're the best things there aren't they? A Nutella cake. Oh, know. Nutella cake. Mm. So you can get on board with that. I can definitely <laughs> get on board with that one. Well, I'm glad we've got one baker. Let's see three of us. So tell me <laughs> about your baking. I believe you baked. Yes, I have baked for the first time in a long time, but I have a confession to make. <laughs> oh. I I didn't make the pastry myself. It's really wrong. Pastry. Does that make it? I mean, does that, that count? Yeah. Does that count as baking? I don't, no, it does. Because who bakes their own pastry? Was it? No. Okay. Let's qualify that. Was that short crust or was that puff? It was puff pastry. Okay. Then you're excused. Because that's the one with the layers, right? Yes. And that would have taken yeah. too long, and I just yeah. wouldn't have done it. So. Yeah. So it I think there's some things people just uh, you just don't do yeah. at home. Well, I did the filling. What that counts. Have? I did um, smoked garlic mushrooms, spinach, and three types of cheese. And someone other than me has eaten one and said it was good. And they're still alive. I haven't heard from them <laughs> for a couple of days. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that sounds very good. Yeah. And how wrong can you get with cheese and mushroom and garlic? It was really complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just—I didn't—I didn't burn anything, so I'm happy. I may good. do it again in a year or two. <laughs> Back to the Bake Off for the signature challenge this week. Because it's celebrities, I feel like they're sort of dialing down the skill level for the first signature challenge every week. I mean, we've yes. had a sponge cake, just normal biscuits. Yeah. And this week they said, make a loaf cake. And the only stipulation was that it had to be decorated. Right. I do think it's very unfair though, isn't it? Because as you rightly said, just because you're a celebrity and you get onto it, just doesn't mean that you get away with all the rules. Definitely. Prove it, prove it. I was about to call him Tim then. Paul, Tim <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. They they do give him a sneaky bit of help though. You can I see them so. giving some yeah. tips and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think the whole show with celebrities, whilst obviously it's not going to be as you know um, tense or as stressful as when yes. the when the actual contestants are on there, they've sort of dialed it down a little. They're a bit less serious. They take the mick out of Prue's necklaces yes. and. The Hollywood handshake isn't yes. even that prestigious anymore. Yep. So they've sort of they've sort <laughs> of dialed it down. Yeah. It does mean nothing. We have a hatred of the Hollywood handshake. Mm. He just he just does it for power reasons. He does. That's so. But he is on a power trip though. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. You can tell. He walks around the tent, hands on hips, just looking at people's bakes like this. <laughs> you know, have you ever seen him bake? Or have you ever had? I watched a pro he did a bread program. Yeah, oh, I saw something yeah. about. Because yeah. I don't know, I don't know whether he could. I mean, I'm sure he can, but um, <laughs> I think bread is his thing. Yes, I don't just think he's bread. much like a patisserie kind of no, dude. On bread week, it's like he's wearing a crown. <laughs> 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 it's made entirely of bread. 
that would be good. It would be good, actually. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you're not sure whether he can actually bake, he's just the celebrity. That's what, I don't know, some of these sometimes, because, should I say this? I mean, you're going to record this, isn't it? I, I shouldn't, actually. Oh, I want to know now. Come on. <laughs> well, okay, I'll, she should remain nameless. So I'm a huge fan of a particular celebrity chef, and she's, and I think she's amazing. However, I went on a TV program and I had the producer of the show and she said, do you really think these people cook? And I said, yeah, I mean, my, you know, my biggest dream would die with her if you, know, if you told me that she couldn't cook. And she, she actually doesn't. So she actually comes in and there are seven people around there doing everything and she actually comes in and does a little bit and then she walks off and that sort of, sort of killed oh, a little no. bit for me. So. Oh, do I you still watch this person? Yeah. I do because she's fantastic on television. Okay. Now names are running through my mind. Yeah, I think that is. Not You're not going to tell us. I'm not going to tell. Not saying anything. But that's true. I never even thought of it like that. I just yeah. presumed all these celebrity chefs were like yeah, incredibly and good and, yeah. and cook. I'd love to be on television and cook, mm. but I roll my eyes too much. So oh, you said this to me before. Do it. That's fine. No, you can't have somebody going up like that, like a 16-year-old. That could be your trademark thing. I know. Yeah. You can have t-shirts. You like roll. In your eyes yeah, so it's like <laughs> Hollywood hand you should be a meme. Yeah. <laughs> as I roll. Yes. <laughs> I'd watch that. Ella and Jamie both did a banana loaf. Are you a fan of, of banana loaves? Because I actually really love them. Do they? Yeah. No? no. I don't like banana that much. Oh, yeah, you don't. No. No. I'll, I'll stay out of that. Okay, <laughs> uh, so my nan would make a good banana loaf, but the thing that confused me a bit is because every time I'd had them, it was more like a cake. So if my mum mm. made it, I'd eat it like a cake. Yeah. But I went round my nan's, and my nan would sort of think that it was a bread. So you'd yeah. cook the banana cake slash loaf, and she'd then bring out the flora and butter it. But then that oh. would be bad. And then yeah. did she toast it? No. No. So oh, it was like, that's what I mean. It was like a cake consistency, <laughs> but she'd just put flora on it. She's I can like, imagine jam on it. Or yeah, so can I, but she's just a weird lady. Yeah. Tim did something which was a bit weird. Susie, I know you're like his biggest fan, but he put ricotta even with apricots mm. in a cake. It just, oh, but then he I called know. it apricotta, so you can tell he came up with a name before he came yeah. up with the recipe. So I'll give him points for the recipe. But let me tell you something, now that you've just mentioned it, in India we have a lot of desserts, you yeah. know, like you have Indian desserts, and we have something called a sandesh, which is like a... Um, it's made with um, with Indian cottage cheese. So you take milk and then you uh, put something, or you put a curdling agent, and you've got the curds in the way separate. Mm. And then with the curds, you just beat it down, and then you. It's like a very soft cake, or you know, but oh, yeah. it's freshly made. But here, a lot of people make a sandesh, and what they do, they do it with ricotta. So they've actually it's got the same, it's got the same oh, consistency. Okay. So they cook the ricotta, they put it in the microwave with sugar and cardamom and stuff, and then it's cooked down and they actually make it. So, so, it's so he's obviously <laughs> thought about he's it. He's thought about it. The <laughs> bit that made me laugh was when um, they tasted it at the end. I think Prue just said it's disgusting. She was holding nothing back. The with the contestant, she's like, oh, it could have had a bit, you know, a bit longer in the oven. With the celebrities, it's like, that's disgusting. Worst cake yeah. I've ever had. She's no filter. It's yeah. great. But Paul, when he was trying Tim's cake, he sort of picked it up and shook it. And it looked really rubbery. Oh, it looked like some sort of, like, children's toy rather than a bit of cake. It would just sort of shake it. It was horrible yeah. looking. Um, so I don't know if I wanted to eat that well, one. Well, that, that brings me to, to the game that I've made up for oh. this particular <laughs> God, I did not know you were making a game book. Go ahead. So the reason I forgot that uh, Tim's cake didn't go down well, yeah. I think it was just wishful thinking, hoping it'd be awesome, yeah. is that Jamie's was so bad. So bad. <laughs> it was really awful. So my game is called, what other things, aside from a loaf, does Jamie's cake look like? 
Okay. <laughs> Come I on, have Susie. Silly putty. Yes. Spam or pate. It did. I think it looked like a slice of pate. Yeah, it really, really uh, did. I mean, he. The worst case cake anyone's ever tasted. That's what, that's what Paul said in the tent, that it was probably the worst cake they've ever had in the uh, baker. You've put me off a pate forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It was not nice. I mean, they did. For me, it was banana cake, which I just said I liked, but I looked at that and I don't know what its decoration was all about. It just looked a bit odd and it didn't rise, so it was all sort of flat. It was sort of packed in. Uh, yeah. yeah, it looked like someone had stood on, a, on like a bread loaf and yeah, it was just. You've actually squished. described it really well. Well, there yeah. we go. <laughs> sat yeah. on banana cake. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, it was, his, was it his grandma or his mum's recipe? I think it was his mum's recipe, but she probably doesn't make it like that. Yeah. But he put it all in a blender. That was so, apparently the issue. Although all the ingredients all together, so yeah. I don't think it would have any. Yeah, any, like no air in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no air. I guess <laughs> pretending I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. oh, you might try. Some more air in that cake. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got a bottle of a very scientific. Um, That's good. Yeah, scientific, not very uh, common. Air. Yeah. Add just hundred grams of air. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he was hands down the loser of that one. He was. What you said, it looked like meat. When he cut it, it looked yeah. like those uh, bits of gala pie you can get, like a pork pie oh, with the pastry around. Not very good looking. Would not want to have that. Yeah. I feel like with Jamie, because his family come from a baking background, his, yeah. his granddad, biggest claim to fame ever, invented the digestive biscuit, yes. British staple biscuit, yeah. perfect yes. for dunking. Love dunking a biscuit. That's <laughs> one of my favourite hobbies. Love having biscuits. Though. <laughs> Love to and it's that exact minute when you know it's going to go in, or you've got to take mm. it out. You know, it's that brinkmanship which yeah. I love. It was good. It's a little bit of risk you've yes, got there. Yes, I know. Don't put a rich tea in because you can literally just even show it to yes. the tea and it breaks. Well, and then you've got to find a spoon, and then oh, you've got all this. Yeah. Uh, Why don't biscuits have little handles then to make um, the dunking easier? Oh, that might be a business oh, opportunity yeah. there. Yeah. But you know, my mother said till she was uh, till I was about three, she had never had a decent cup of tea ever. Really. Because every time she sat down with tea, I would sit down next to her with a pile of biscuits and start dunking them. <laughs> so she always had your crumbs. She was, yeah, all she had I can imagine it's just gone solid. Yes, at the yeah. bottom. She said, I've never had a proper cup of tea till you go, you know, you turn about three and you went to me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Jamie probably felt a tremendous amount of pressure mm. because he had to live up to the granddad's standards. Yeah. 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 Does that mean his granddad's Mr. McVitty? Yeah, he is the heir to the McVitty's fortune. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, but yeah, he's, sort of, he's going to be dining out on the digestive thing for the rest of his life, so, yeah. so it's a double-edged sword, yeah. I think. It doesn't matter, they can't They did bring it up a lot, yeah. didn't they? They did. Yeah. I mean, that's his only claim to fame, other than being on Made in Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Does he have a job? Being on Made in Chelsea. Yeah, I suppose yeah. it's kind of a job, oh, isn't it? Of. But moving on, the technical this week were biscuits. And they're a biscuit that I hadn't heard of before, which usually comes up. I never hear of any of the bakes that they do. But I think that Prue's definitely made this one up. Um, it was a tiramisu sandwich biscuit with buttercream. Mm. Which sounds quite good. Are you a tiramisu fan? I love tiramisu. Do I do. <laughs> I do. Guilty pleasure. I, I feel bad that I'm bringing up all these baking things after you just said to me that you've given up sugar for lead. I know, I know. <laughs> but that's okay. It's, it's mind over matter, isn't it? Just dream, daydream about it. Yeah, and you know something? If you can, um, on a, you know, a good trick. So you imagine you're actually biting into it and you're actually not. So if you can get your mind to think you're eating it when you're not, then you can get away with it. I don't know if I could trick See, my try mind it. that well. Trick your mind. I wonder if you can do that with all food. Yeah, try that actually. <laughs> with all food. Food. Try that. Okay. Yeah. The, the air diet. Yeah. yeah. The air yeah. Air 100 diet. grams of air. I told you. <laughs> exactly. Come up with a So you yeah. think of what you like and you imagine you're eating it. And you imagine you're eating it, and that's pretty much it. Okay. okay. So I can make cabbage taste like a beef burger. Yes, exactly. Okay. 
So they made their mixture and a lot of them made it actually too thick. I mean, Ruth, her mixture, she even needed to have Sandy come over and help squeeze the bag <laughs> with like her. concrete. Yeah. yeah, so she couldn't actually squeeze it out. And you had to have sort of a star nozzle yeah. on. Don't like the word nozzle, but that's the only thing <laughs> I can think of to say. It's not very nice. Um, but yeah, you had to pipe it along onto your greaseproof paper um, to obviously make the layers. And I was surprised that people just could not do that. I mean, Jamie, biscuit man, <laughs> his biscuits were so thin. I don't even know why he thought that was acceptable. No. They were like breadsticks. Well, on the other end biscuits. of the spectrum, two of the, the guys ended up with too thin a mixture. And then it just... That's what it does. Yes. Yeah. yes. Susie, would you like to sort of say what happened to Tim Minchin, your hero, just, just putting that into perspective again? What happened to his biscuits? He just had a, he had a bad day. He was just unlucky. Sure? Did he? Very unlucky <laughs> on this occasion. Yeah. Um, so he didn't have anything to present at the end at all. <laughs> so what happened to his biscuits? Uh, they went completely flat in the oven. He ran out of time to decorate them. He didn't even get to dip them in chocolate at all. So he had um, his bit of greaseproof paper on the baking tray, flat biscuits that wouldn't come off and presented that in front of the judges. Um, got a bowl of melted chocolate and just drizzled it. I don't think I've ever seen that happen on Bake Off before. It was referred no, to as the Jackson Pollock. Oh, oh right. <laughs> what, about, what about the guy, uh, what was his name, Nick, the one who comes on um, Apprentice? Mm. And he was on one episode, he had to make something. He and had he a terrible yeah. time, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah. Tim, Tim had a yeah. similar yeah. <laughs> Poor Tim. I mean, he did put the biscuits in the oven, but I don't think for very long at all, considering they were still just the mixture on a sheet oh, of paper. Mm. He did try and sort of move it, but it evidently wasn't no, cooked. It didn't work. No. But my favourite bit with the whole thing, actually, is usually Prue and Paul come back in and they're like, oh, these look very good, or something, pass judgment before they start looking <laughs> at it. But actually, this just cut initially into the first one, so they'd obviously had to cut that first bit, because I bet Paul Hollywood was like, what the hell is that? They probably had a huge laugh and a lot of swears. It was very disappointing. Ruth's looked passable, but was, aside from that. I was impressed terrible. with Ruth's, actually. I mean, she sort of quietly got on in the corner, yeah. uh, baking her biscuits, and actually they came out all right. She came out yeah. top on that one. I can't imagine Theresa May. I'd actually quite like to see... Theresa yeah. and Jeremy Corbyn, instead of doing a big debate when election time yeah, comes let's have a bake-off. Actually, it's a bake-off. <laughs> yeah. Get your hands dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, British yeah. people would appreciate a bake-off. That'd I be think. wonderful. That'd yeah. be a fab idea. That'd actually. be great. I mean, you could you still have a dunk-off off. Yes. You could still ask sort of like politics-based questions, but they'd have to answer them while baking, <laughs> just to show how good at multitasking yes. they are. Like that. That's and they'd have to give genuine answers, because yeah. they don't have time to think of nonsense. Yes. That's a great idea. I think so. I'll have to pitch that one in. The bit that also made me laugh out loud this week because I really enjoyed Noel and Sandy. Yeah. It was a bit weird when they first sort of joined. I wasn't sure yes. how that dynamic was going to go. But they, they seemed to just run off and, and create their own little yes. puns and gags yes, and yeah. stuff. And they were at the beginning. They are good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you a Noel Fielding fan? Uh, yes. And I must say that, um, I must say that when uh, the Bake Off moved, I was very apprehensive. But I think mm. they've made their own thing. And uh, yes, I do yeah, like I them. They, they have a nice dynamic. Yeah, I've got this dynamic. theory that they write their little sketches in sort of the moments before they get filmed. But at the beginning, they did this Swedish chef skit. And I yeah, wonder where they got that yes. puppet chicken yeah. from. Yes. <laughs> so at least yeah. we know they planned that one. Yes. yes. The original first one's planned, the rest of them they do while all the biscuits and cakes are yes. being made. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, but I, 
the bit where Noel was sort of mixing just flour in a bowl and getting it absolutely yes. everywhere. That was good. But then a couple of minutes later, um, he stood there with a brush going, oh, I'm glad I managed to get all this flour off my shirt. And Sandy just walks in and <laughs> throws the flour all over him. Because he's very protective of his shirts, isn't he? he is. And I noticed this was quite a simple, plain denim one. <laughs> yeah. But then I realised afterwards when he was standing with the, the back facing the camera, they had a little smiley face on it. Did it? Oh, okay. Yeah. So the front could be messed up, but no one's touching the back. Speaking of Bake Off fashion, okay. Prue this week outdid herself. So she had like a plastic necklace with like yeah. lots of rings on it and she had uh, sort of plastic glasses and she reminded yeah. me of a children's playground. That is good, mm. yeah. She's just very colourful woman. She's very, well the glasses, surprisingly, I have the same glasses. Do you? I do. Well, one of them, obviously. Yeah. She's got hundreds. Yeah, she's, she's, lined up. she's lined up. And, um, one year for my birthday, my daughter made me a card and it had the same glasses on it. So she had all the things that I you know. So she had my cooking, she had whatever oh, she put everything. Nice. It was very nice. And I said, Where did you get these glasses from? You know, the picture mm. of the glasses. She said, Oh, I just Googled ugly glasses and they came <laughs> out. Okay, nice. Yeah, oh, thanks. <laughs> card <laughs> goes in the bin. That necklace this week, though, it, it looked like um, sort of glow sticks. So I sort of remember getting them, you know, oh, yeah, when you like, yeah, go to the fireworks and bonfire nights yeah. and you could buy some glow sticks. So you can make them into necklaces yes. or at kids' school discos, yes, you can get them yeah. as well. Yeah. It just looked like when, uh, in the technical, when the guys were doing their baking, that Paul and Prue had just gone off for a little rave yeah, in yeah. a neighbouring <laughs> tent. The showstopper this week. Mm. They always manage to create things that, in my like wildest dreams, I could never come up with. It just doesn't seem fair to make people who are relatively new to baking stick yeah. something on like a vertical surface and hope <laughs> that it doesn't slide down. Yeah, I think though with Celebrity Bake Off, I think you're better at, at a better advantage if you are a bit bad because yes. then you get more screen time. That's why they yes. don't practice because they want to be on the television. And also, I suppose the whole point is to be able to raise money for a very worthy cause. Yes. Oh. So you want it to be a bit entertaining. Yes, you don't yes. want all the celebrities to come on and just be make perfect to make that boring perfect. television. Yes, sure. <laughs> but you know, I think uh, Jamie thought that he was going to be like the Patsy, the guy who was going to be worst at everything, but then accidentally ended up making something pretty that was good stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This showstopper was decent. Yeah. What was it? It was like a so they had to make these meringue towers. But they had um, to celebrate a loved one's birthday, which is always just the weird bit they add on the end. It's uh, you know make a cake, but for your dog, or like yeah, it's just, yeah, just yeah. a bit weird. <laughs> so for a loved one's birthday, it was this week. So it was these uh, little meringues and they were ta taped to, stuck on a cone. And it was up to the celebrity to decide how they were going to stick the meringues onto the cone. And they had different techniques. Uh, some people were using buttercream, others used uh, just a raw meringue mix to stick it right. on. And needless to say, sometimes it didn't work. Um, Jamie didn't really have a plan of how he was going to stick his meringues to the cone, so he copied Tim Minchin, who used the raw meringue mix. Right. Yeah. But it backfired on Tim. <laughs> it did. Tim again, not really being the like rising star of the bake <laughs> No. Tim. Rising star, a good baking pub. Um, Intentional. <laughs> so they both used this raw meringue mix. Tim's tower just melted. The poor guy was lying oh. on the floor <laughs> with disappointment and had to present this sort of melted, towery, raspberry thing. Apparently it tasted nice because all the meringues were injected with cream. Oh. So you can't go wrong with that. Yes. Maybe um, that was the issue. Maybe they were sort of heavy. Yeah, so it was just sliding down. down. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but Jamie's one stuck perfectly and was actually rather beautiful. Uh, pink mm. and white with lots of little uh, accoutrements. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really so nicely done. Right. 
in the end. Uh, Ruth's was fun. Uh, she did it like a cocktail. Yeah. And served it with cocktails. Oh, okay. With real alcohol in, which I think. Yeah, I'll really make sure they have a sip of that first, and then yeah. they're definitely going to yes. like it. Um, and she put sparklers on the top, which was loads of fun. So Ella's was my favourite because uh, she did hers to look like a pineapple, which was amazing. Uh, she painted the inside of the piping bag with uh, like green stripes, yeah, with like a yellow meringue mixture, so that the stripes came out in the meringue when she piped it. That's very sort of it's very creative, isn't and it? And she yeah. put um, the top of a pineapple onto the top of it so it just looked like a giant pineapple it was great they loved the flavors yeah i was i was impressed i, with I her. was impressed with hers too yeah so she obviously put some thought into what she was doing I instead of doing so. it on the hoof isn't it yeah, yeah. and she yeah. really wanted to do well and you could tell yeah, yeah. so i'm I, yeah I'm, I'm weird i'm i'm weirdly proud of most of them and i'm, I'm still pretending that tim did well because because <laughs> you <I> love him. <laughs> What made me laugh is when Tim was obviously um, the first one putting the meringue onto the cone, um, and he said it's going to work definitely to Prue and uh, and Paul mm. uh, because he <laughs> stuck a raspberry about halfway down just to see that whether the weight would sort of stick, yes. and that wasn't slipping. That was fine. It did look weird though. Didn't it, it did look a little <laughs> odd. He made meringue after meringue after meringue because the first lot didn't work. Yeah. And um, you saw him put his discarded meringues on the shelf and it looked like a meringue graveyard, just with loads of terrible ones. So he did try, he yeah. put a lot of effort in, but yeah, for some reason his melted, Jamie's didn't. But what made me laugh is that Jamie's, um, his was for his brother and he made an Eton mess because his brother went to Eton. Um, but he and, didn't. Yeah, they sort of questioned, did you not go to Eton? Um, and he's like, no, I didn't get in. But Tim Minchin was like, imagine paying that much money to go to Eton and all you get out of it is Jamie Lang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloody good point. I, I bet everyone was like, yes, Tim, that makes sense. <laughs> you can tell he's never had a job. No. Aside from the Made in Chelsea thing, of what course. else could he do? But I mean, Noel did say to Jamie, I've done nothing, but you've really done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I learned an awesome fact though. Okay. That when um, Ella was presenting her pineapple, Sandy had a fact. Mm -hmm. and she said that um, pineapples are a sign of welcome. And I had to Google it afterwards. And there is a, such a thing as a hospitality pineapple. Ooh. It's because so they were seen as like exotic. Yeah. And if you were someone who was very rich, you'd have a pineapple at your dinner party just to show that you had the cash to get okay, a pineapple. Perfect. So now pineapple is a, a sort of symbol of wealth and riches and um here's my fact okay. charles the second had a portrait painted where he's posing with a pineapple my daughter <laughs> eats no fruit she's absolutely no fruit the only fruit she will eat is a pineapple really and hospitality pineapple. hospitality pineapple and i keep on saying so for heaven's sake when you go to especially when she was younger i said when you go to somebody's house and they say would you like some fruit after dinner please please don't say yes i'd love a pineapple because <laughs> what are the chances that somebody's got a pineapple in there well you tell house. her this fact I she can bring one along with her so I was all in all very impressed with their um, meringue towers because I think even though Tim's did fall down it was a pretty incredible feat yes. to do in the yeah, first place. They said it tasted yes. nice so they all had a good go at it. Um, so what I wanted to ask you is um, a lot of these bake-off challenges people do want to put different spices and in that into breads or into their yeah. cakes or whatever do you make anything that is you know different Spice? ingredients yeah well, I, well, I have, uh, yes of course so if you have garam masala mm. which is um, now when you buy garam masala here it has God knows what but actually garam masala it <laughs> does I mean it's got a whole long list of ingredients mm. but garam means warming yeah masala means spices so it should do exactly what it says on the tin and garam masala is a very 
um, it's it's a spice that you should actually handle with care. So you can make your own garam masala, which is um, or the kind that I make. All it is, it's got cardamom, cinnamon, and cloves. So it's got the three C's. So think of Christmas. Yeah, I did think it had more than that in. Though. Yeah, because like, they do. You know, people put pepper. You could put a little bit of pepper yeah. into it, but actually, you don't need anything more. So if you just put these three or four things, you have your garam masala, and then it's fantastic um, in your fruit cake. So when you make your Christmas cake, really? you should. And whenever I make fruit cake, it's something I learned from my grandmother, who's 90 now, and she's an amazing cook. Brilliant. Uh, is put a teaspoon of garam masala in because what it does, it makes it go that extra, it gives it extra depth. So in terms of spices, I would say baking, garam masala yeah. is fantastic. Your cardamom is great. You know, you always put a lot of I cinnamon. I think someone used cardamom last week. I think so. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, you know the chai masala that you get, which has got lots of stuff like fennel and it's got um, uh, cloves and cardamom, put that in your shortbread. That's fantastic. Okay. You can do savory biscuits, put cumin into it. So when you put cheese, put some cumin into your biscuits. Ooh. And that's in your cheese straw, put some cumin. I, should do fantastic. I was going to say, <laughs> Susie gets annoyed when we do Bake Off theme podcasts because you're a more savory person than a sweet person. So all of these recipe ideas. Yeah. 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 So you know your puff pastry that mm -hmm. you were talking about? Yeah, the one I made like myself. The, yeah. the one that you made yourself. <laughs> so what you do, and this is really simple. So get yourself some puff pastry. Um, and uh, just roll it out a little bit more so it becomes slightly thinner. Mm -hmm. uh, then take um, cheese, so put cheese on it. I still have a packet left over. Right, <laughs> so put cheese, so put grated cheese, some nice strong cheese, which is what you like. Mm -hmm. um, if you want, you can put a little bit of mustard. So, you know, if you want to spray some, sure. you know, put some mustard, put something, and then put some um, chili and chili flakes and put some of some cumin seeds Ooh. roll it up like a sausage roll i have roll. all of these things you have all of those. Yeah. roll it up like a sausage roll or a swiss roll and slice it so then you're getting like oh. pinwheels oh, yeah. with your puff pastry you could even do that with short bread a short crust and bake it and you have mm. the most amazing round cheesy cuminy chili spiced things they sound good i might actually make that later <laughs> Bake Off still going strong. Two more episodes left in the Stand Up to Cancer series. I can't actually remember who's on next week. I keep expecting to see Joe Lycett. He, I think he's always in the trainer. I don't know. I'm waiting he's for that episode. A funny, he's funny guy. Maybe he'll be. Yeah, he'll be in the last one. I've been waiting yeah. for more series, and he'll be in the last one. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, just wanting to say thank you for letting us use your kitchen. Yeah, it's been great to be here. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to just say a little bit about what you do. Well, I run Saree Spice, which is. Um, we do Indian freezer meals, so um, it's meals that we cook in this kitchen. Everything is sort of gluten-free, preservative-free. Uh, it's cooked the way from a grandma would cook it. Yes. And then once you have the meals, then what we do is we chill them and we freeze them. So you get and only thing which keeps them, you know, with uh, for six months is the temperature. So it's got no preservatives and no nasty bits. And then when you want a home-cooked meal, take it out, microwave up in a hot, and you've got yourself. A proper Indian meal. Sounds great. Susie, thanks for being my sidekick of the ways. Thanks. Um, and coming up with your own games. That's <laughs> that I love it. Tune in next yeah. week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so thanks for listening. Uh, remember to give us a rating on iTunes if you want to hear more. And you can follow me on Twitter at Greer Storm. I'm sure you're at Sorry Spice. Yeah, at Sorry Spice, yes. And Susie, would you like to give a plug to anything that you do? No. <laughs> Brilliant. In true Susie Smith style. Cool. I will see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.